Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're now live listening to the Middleman Radio. This is the Middleman Talk Show with your boy Ash. And this is Kevin. What's happening, world? Man, what is good with you, brother? How are you doing, man? Man, I'm wonderful, man. Glad to be glad and blessed to be back for a whole nother weekend of this this super duper wonderful show that we have. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, man. Uh, like how 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 is your mental health, brother? Like like how are you taking care of self right now? You know, there's a lot going on, a lot of um, you know things that you know causes us to think um, and worry, feel nervous, anxious about. You know, we have the election coming up within the next ten days. You know, how is your mental health right now, bro? I mean, man, everything is. You know, I, I try to be mindful of what I take in as far as visually and also auditorial wise, as far as listening. Um, you know, I'm real careful with that, man, because we, we have so many negative things that we see on a daily basis. And also you hear so many negative things. So I try not to let those mm-hmm. things get in my spirit. Um, just like you were saying earlier, man, before the show, before the show, you know, we have to be positive, try to surround ourselves with positive eyes, positive people, positive thoughts, positive energy. And, uh, you know, just take it a day at a time, man, and try to refresh when I need to. I agree. Um, And it's definitely recommended, you know, to all our listeners out there, definitely take some time for yourself each day, at least 15 to 30 minutes to take care of self-care, to give yourself time to debrief, to calm yourself down, to think about things, or to just relax. I mean, because like Kevin said, there's so much going on. There's so much to think about that worry us that... Um, possibly impact us on so many levels that we, you know, sometimes we get up in like our lives of working and doing doing our other things which we have uh, responsibilities for that we forget the most responsible thing that we should do is to take care of ourselves, man. So um, I definitely want our listeners to I agree. definitely focus on that. Um, you know, these next 10 days, you know, all ready for the election to occur 
some of us have already have voted in those uh, early voting states. Um, congrats to those people who actually took the time and stood in those long lines, man. Um, yeah. Like Kev, yeah. like how was that for you, bro? Man, um, dude. It was an experience, man. But at the same time, you know, I want to give. I mean, it just just give a shout out to everybody that did take that time out to say, "Hey, my my voice count, my vote matter." Uh, shouts mm-hmm. out to our guy Chucky Charles that uh, did the intro for this show. Uh, man, he was in the, he was in the line for like what three and a half hours. So, you know, man, if you if you that dedicated, and you want to make sure that your vote is heard and your, your voice is heard. And your vote matter. You want to make sure you stay out there and make sure these these things get counted because uh, not every state is is eligible for early voting. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to like November the third, man. It's gonna probably be some stuff, man. It, I mean, you got people out there already trying to intimidate people um, while they're in line. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy, but get out there, people, make it happen. That's that's right, and don't let these people. You know, stop you from accomplish, accomplishing your goals, man. Um, right. You know, people they things they 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 want to do things and try to do things to deter you from a particular goal. There's always some type of obstacle, but we're not about these obstacles being our way. Uh, we're not going to allow um, these uh, politically driven people to determine our fate. We are the voice. We are going to, um, you know. Make change and enact change, and it starts now. Um, this is another, another, um, another election that we will definitely remember, possibly be discussing, possibly our kids will be talking about this in their history classes. Yes. Um, this is something to remember, bro. I agree, man. Because um, you know the, uh, the this president at this particular time. He made a comment that this is the most historical election because there, this is a pendulum, man. It can swing one way or another. So with that being said, mm-hmm. um, America can go in one direction or another. So we have to be very careful with that. I mean, 1960, 1950, what, that ain't, people act like that was a thousand years ago. Right. Nah. Not too <laughs> Nah, Not too the far. people that the people that are in the White House were living in those times, so think about that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, he he did say at one point, uh, black people, if you forget your past, you're condemned to repeat it. So I, I really don't think people latched on to when he said that, man. Look, brother, I feel like um, you know now more than ever um, is the time. For a better future to come, because uh, man, I cannot take no more, man. I am exhausted. I actually, and I agree. I agree. I'm so tired of all these political ads. I'm tired of everything that we see. Uh, one thing I will say: either way, we have to, as you said earlier, and we have to take care of ourselves, take mm-hmm. care of our family, and our mental health, yep. and their mental health also, because regardless of who's sitting in that office. Right. Still got to take care of yourself, and, and I, I know it can be harder or it can be a little bit better, but at the same time, re- regardless of it, we have to take care of ourselves mentally. Man, and so you know, we definitely appreciate everyone who um, 
listened to our you know show last week. We had a uh, a rebroadcast. We definitely appreciate you all tuning in to that. Um, but today we have a great show planned for you guys. America, one nation. And as the election approaches, we are counting down those days to determine what will be the future of America. We have seen more voters turn out for early voting this year as opposed to the 2016 election. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm, you know, I'm proud of our young people and all of our people um, who didn't vote last time actually making that, you know, that, you know, conscious change to wanting to vote now. So, right, right. the last presidential debate, brother, occurring this Mm -hmm. past Thursday. So some of the things in which we want to talk about today, who do you feel of? Who do you think Phil pulled off what was needed to help their um, their campaign? Um, what type of policies have these candidates proposed do we feel will push the country forward? And what policies do you feel need to be implemented, especially right now? Um, also, this election has caused a divide between whites in a different political uh, ideology amongst themselves. But will we see a rise in the same political division in the black community? We want to talk about that. Will black people and others feel safe in an America that Trump has created if he wins or loses? And are black people suffering from PTSD dealing with the elections and possible uh, potential of a future with continued discrimination. So some of these things which we definitely want to uh, indulge in and dive a little bit deeper in, but we definitely want to discuss everyone's thoughts of the last political um, presidential debate that occurred this past Thursday. Um, I know for myself, looking at the debate, um, I felt like Trump was trying to take it as a joke. Um, He was very comedic. I know he prop, you know, he did say a few things in which, um, you know, should concern us and 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 we should be discussing. Um, <clears throat> but I do feel like, uh, you know, Joe Biden, you know, definitely was uh, prepared. Um, there were some times in which I felt like he was kind of slipping up, but that's be due to him trying to get his thought across. I think, um, or it could right. be due to age. I don't know, right? But um, you know, seeing them. It was just like grumpy old men, you know, going going at each other, bro. But I do feel like, um, you know, for the world to see this, like, I, no, it's it's cool. It's cool that the world got a chance to see this because, man, you know, why should we hide where we are in the world at that particular time? Just like with that's with, right. with South with South Korea, you know, with with their president, they they we assumed that he was dead. We still ain't seen the news right. yet. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they putting up videos and all that, but that might not even be him. You can CGI anything now. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. with that being said, let everybody see how crazy this dude is. Let's see how cra- let let people see how both of these geriatric geriatric dudes are are handling themselves because hey, they gonna have to deal with one or the other either way it go. And we do. But too. see that, that that's the thing in which we are dealing with right now. When we think about the age of President Obama, he was well younger than these guys that we have right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even with George Bush and Bill Clinton, much younger, right? So we're yep. dealing, with, you know, like I said, the age gap, guys who are possibly set in their ways, may or may not bend on particular topics, 
Uh, we've definitely seen, you know, through Trump's presidency, um, you know, in which he was there barking, you know, you're all talking, no play. Like, why didn't you, you know, make all these changes when you had 40 some, you know, years of being in Congress, also being in government in general? Anyway, if he is saying all of this and Trump was pushing him, well, really baiting him in that conversation, my comeback would have been, why didn't you do it? <laughs> and on top of that, you know, you know the, the line that when Trump said, "You're, you're, uh, you know, I'm not a politician. You, you know, you've been in politics this long yeah. and all da, 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 da. But I'm like Joe Biden could have actually just looked him in the face and said, uh, "Yo, you're a politician now. Haven't you been one for the last doggone Good four years? So mm-hmm. what are you doing, buddy? But uh, you know, just being realistic, man." When they do bring up records of, of what they've done before previously, I'm not going to say someone can't change their mind, but how much of a advocate was he to go back and change the crime law bill? You, you know what I'm right. saying? Don't don't yeah. try to make it all convenient right now and say, hey, man, um, I want to change because I want to get elected and I need the black vote. So, you know, let me get out here and make it sound good to them so they can so they can vote for me. But at the same time, you know, when you're dealing with politics and politicians, we all know, well, um, a a certain part of this country knows politicians will tell you anything to get elected. And Mm -hmm. and that's not all of them, but the ones that we've dealt with in this country, you know, they'll tell you something and and have to go a whole different direction. Now, is that beknownst to all of us what really goes on in the background? No. Mm. We all don't know everything because you might have to change your stance once you get in it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, at least try to hold up to some of the stuff you say. But with those two, as far as who got their point across the most, I still I st- I'm still in the up in the air when it comes to who got their point across, because Trump didn't talk about He talked about absolutely nothing to it. Nothing. Guys, you know, nothing. right. And, and yes, Biden did his talking points. Uh, his political talking points, his, his social talking points. He covered mm-hmm. he covered the gambit, but overall, uh, uh-uh. I, I just don't I don't I don't feel him either. And see and see, look, you're speaking to and this is me taking you know what you're just telling you know your opinions expressions right now. To me, that right. goes back to the word trust. Are we really trusting what they are saying? Which is why we have a lot of undecided voters. Um, mm-hmm. Do we feel like this last debate on Thursday helped curve some of those undecided voters? I don't I, think so. I don't no. know. No. I mean, let me tell you, man. One thing about this particular election, and that's something that we were talking about uh, before the show. We have never seen a time and place in our elect, you know, just our elections where a party is second to the candidate. And mm-hmm. with Trump, Trump can actually mm-hmm. say doo-doo is yellow, the moon is red, and the sky is green. His his supporters are going to be like, yeah, yeah, he's right. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I mean, they they they've shut their mind down to being objective and 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 sensible to true information. And that's scary because, you know, the last time we seen something like this, Al, I think it was a little short guy with a little short mustache up under his nose. And he oh, always God. held one arm up to the air. Mm-hmm. Real talk. That, that's not a president. That's a that's a fear. That's a 
that's a a dictator. That's that's a mm-hmm. king. That's a person that mm-hmm. you follow no no matter what. He's just like with the people over in, over in England. No disrespect to them. How the hell are you following an old lady like that all these years? And they family, yeah. you think they're this or that, mm-hmm. or their bloodline is this or that. We all human. But Trump people will follow him. It, Joe Biden, he got an uphill battle when it comes to changing the perception of voters like that. Because, right. you know, it's going to take a lot of work. If people don't, if they don't turn their back on Trump for what he's doing now and what he said up to this point, that probably ain't going to happen. I mean, think, I mean, so, yes, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like if Trump were to start his own political party called the Trumpers or whatever, he would have a, a, a good percentage of, of his supporters go and join that particular party. Um, I wish he would and, have. And I wish he would have. I wish he would have. I wish <laughs> that you could have sent him a letter in the mail. Hey, Trump, we love you, man. Go ahead and start your own political party so we can follow you. You know what that would have did? That would have cut all the Republicans in half. Yeah. Um, because you got to think, like, are those voters really voting Republican or are they voting because the person in that position looks like them and actually saying they want to hear or saying their thoughts? Um, when you look at the elder, the, 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 the older generation that is voting for Trump that mm-hmm. lives in Florida, uh, and they say like 99% of them voted in one community and it was like a community of a couple of hundred thousand. Um, mm. You know, they, they only vote for that dude because he's. I let me ask you this. Them. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think if Tim Scott were to run for president, would he have the same support as those people who support Trump? Um, no. One reason why I say no is because he's Trump spewing the same message. Yeah, but he's Trump has celebrity. The same message. He he he. Yeah, but he Trump had celebrity. Think about That's what true. I'm saying. Trump was a celebrity right. before he was a candidate. And a lot right. of these people, you ask them, have you ever watched The Apprentice? Yeah, I love that show. You're fired. The, the one-liners, the attitude, the whole... I mean, you got to think about how they look at this guy. For mm-hmm. those who haven't watched it, but they watch his rhetoric on TV and they um, associate themselves with that. They mm-hmm. uh, affirm themselves with what he's saying. Um, and let's say if Tim Scott was running, would we have this same, you know, like, would he have that same support? I don't think so. Trump, like you said, I don't Trump think so. Trump was a perfect but, storm. Yeah. He was a perfect storm, Al. You came off the heel of eight years of a black president that showed presidents how to be presidential. Just being mm-hmm. real with you. Um, he was He was something that made... America scared he Mm. scared America because number one you couldn't pitch him in that hole of he's a crook he's a criminal he got baby mamas he do this he do that you couldn't even put him in that box at all so that showed the potential of what we could be as black men Mm -hmm. so for them to disavow that and just throw that under the bus we gonna elect something that's loud boisterous and proud Trump came hmm. in at the right time. And remember when he was running in 2016, how he came. He went in at the just the current politician. He went at them like none of 
Nobody ever went at no politician like that. You might have some people that have been, you know, kind of outspoken, outlandish. But this dude was off the chart. And that resonated with them. And yet it's still the ones, like you said, the ones that look at the rhetoric, the talking points as far as the mm-hmm. racism and all that. Right. You got to think about it. He wasn't like that at first. All the way. It became a little bit more and more in, involved his, in his politics when he got started dealing with the dude with Breitbart. What's his name? Uh, the one that he he fired him. Uh, uh I, Steve Bannon. I Steve that. Bannon. Steve Bannon. Yeah, Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. When he got with Steve Bannon and then the other little egghead dude, his uh son-in-law. Jeff Will, Sessions. Uh, oh, no, not okay. that. No, no, the other <laughs> one. That, you know, he he looks like a little uh, cartoon character when you look at him. He looks stupid. But anyway. Oh, Jared um, Kushner. Yeah, that guy. And uh, it's one more too. But either way it goes, the the rhetoric changed to fit. Because I mean, you got to think about it. This is a 70-something-year-old man. Mm-hmm. They can push things on him, and he'll be like, yeah, you know what? Y'all right. And he'll run with it because he believed him. Just the same way he'll watch Fox News and, and see something on there and repeat it as the president. He'll right. see a tweet that don't make sense, and he'll retweet it as the president. So think about it, man. This guy so, was Oh. All right. So speaking to the when it got to the standpoint of talking about how um you know Trump will deal with, you know, racism, social injustice, you know, minorities in general. Um he did not have an answer, right? He just kept saying right. I, I've done I've been the best that ever like if you look at all the numbers like we're performing the best black people are performing the best are getting hired you know the best um i'm the least racist person in the room right mm-hmm. so there was no context uh, of support there was no context of understanding and empathy with anything he said last night and at the previous debate okay so when I see that we have, you know, and I can respect people with whoever they say they want to vote for, right? But we do know that we mm-hmm. have a percentage of African-American voters who are still voting for Trump. Like, I don't understand how you can continue to support that as a person. Well, let me let me channel my energy in. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those people are just uh, chauvinist. Uh, mm. When you look at black males that that support Trump and the ideologies that he that he really uh, follows and subscribe to on certain aspects, uh, when you think about it, that is a chauvinistic mind state. So when you think about the racist aspect of it, it's like they'll take certain attributes of this guy and and roll with it. And then the other attributes, they just throw it out the windows like they just ignore it. Like, oh, man, that's just something with that dude. Mm. But when it doesn't affect them, you know, uh, personally. Yep. You know, I mean, because you got to think about it. You know, most black people are conservative in, in certain aspects, especially right. Southern blacks, black males in particular, uh, how, depending on how old you are and what, what era you was raised in. Mm-hmm. So when you look at a, 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 a black person that say, hey. I believe in God, I believe in country, I believe in blah, blah, blah. You're probably looking at an older gentleman in his early 60s, uh, 50s, I mean, early 60s and 70s. 
and they they grew up with a different type of mentality and understanding. Uh, I agree. And, and when you compare those two to Trump, not saying, and I, I truly don't think Trump loves America. I, I really don't think he loves America. Trump is looking at, and I know I'm all over the place with this one, but Trump is, um, Trump is looking at his supporters as dollar figures. If you truly look at the bottom right. and the, the gist of everything, right. because if he don't make it as president, he gonna sell a hell of a hell of a lot of books. He gonna sell a lot of TV shows. I mean, dude, he got he he has a model. Look look at these people paying all this money for Trump hats. Trump dressed up as Rambo. Look how much money mm-hmm. they spending on stuff with just his name on it. Think about what I'm saying. So it, it's all money, man. That dude. I'm not gonna say he's a smart businessman, but somebody around him is a shrewd, smart business right. person. Um, if you're tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show and you would like to get in on this conversation live, the phone lines are open. To dial in is 516-387-1552. Press the number one and we will definitely get to you. Um, yes, I agree. And also, if if Trump loses, bro, we was, he would be possibly so much in the media that I feel like he was still be competing for the spotlight like I feel like he will with any and every interview or, or possibly trying to find more ways to continue to um, put his agendas out there and his agendas right. of his counterpart out there um, like I know that he's going to have a like because you got to think so if he's not president anymore he'll have more time to do what all the TV interviews that he will want to do that are not put in front of him because he has to do. Like he will be mm-hmm. able to do more interviews with people that like him, and he will mm-hmm. be able to say whatever he want to say, which will be what in the news every day. You know, you know, you so, forgot one thing too, Mayor. Remember, he was talking about creating a network that he owned. He already done that. Like he took down. What was that? Uh. uh Oh, oh my God! Oh, I forget it. I forget the name. But where he um, replaced like all the leads for that particular company that does the uh, nonpartisan mm-hmm. news across the world, like he mm-hmm. replaced the entire team with his team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I mean, yes, he, he already I, got everything set up. If he lose, oh, he, mm-hmm. he's he's in a good position uh, to financially gain. Uh, from this whole ordeal that he called a president presidency, and what a lot of people don't realize when you look at some of the laws, uh, some of the policies that were pushed, it's very advantageous to him and his his friends. So when you look so, at business, yeah, they gonna they gonna they gonna make it happen. Speaking about his business, right? Because um, you know, I was trying to also edge towards. You know him speaking about him prepaying taxes over there in in China. <laughs> so think about all the other countries he has property and, and businesses in as well too. Did he prepay taxes over over in those countries as well? Because if he did, why didn't he do that here? Um, why can't we? You know, every other president, which we, you know, everyone has said this. Every other president has released their tax returns. Tax returns. Why haven't Trump released his? But when he made that particular comment live, 
I mean, Trump about to open Pandora's box on his tax returns because folks, I mean, Boy. they need to be looking into other countries. Man, I not mean, only that. He, who do he owe? Also, you are not as a president, you should not be operating any businesses as a president. Like, you are not supposed to be having any other income coming in, bro. Nothing. Right. That There's an actual amendment to the Constitution where that pro- prohibits that. They are supposed to walk away and step away from everything and every entity that makes them money because they can become a holder to somebody else through that business. That's this correct. Crazy. This is crazy. But, you know, at the same time, man, Americans are sitting back at this point saying, hey, uh, Trump is a great businessman because he's doing this. He learned how to avoid how? His taxes. He ain't how? had to pay stuff. How? Because you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know no, how, it, you know? Let me tell you, how, because it's, the, <laughs> it's, quote, unquote, the American dream. Yeah, you're exactly it's right. It's the American dream to get through and get over. You know it. Mm. That's the real that's dream a, to get over. That's a figment of our imagination, bro. Because Fair at right. the end of the day, there's so many things that are put in place to prevent that from happening, um, which leads into our next question: Like, what policies that these candidates have proposed do we feel will push the country forward? Um, you know, Trump claims he has a plan for black people. Um, yeah. He has a plan for economic stimulus. Um, now he is still well. Now he said we Thursday that he wasn't going to cut the pre-existing conditions from the Affordable Care Act, but that was one of the biggest things in which he he kept talking about. Yep. yep. And then also to you know the um um now I do understand that you know like for some families like the fees of being um. You know, a single payer could be very expensive um, because I know mm-hmm. when my wife attempted to, you know, sign up, you know, and we were looking at the numbers. Yes, it, it, it can get very expensive. But, you know, this was the option that was presented and given to us by that was approved by Congress and Senate due to all those particular changes that right. the Affordable Care Act could have been better if they actually worked together to understand the uh, the economic medium that. You know, we were facing we had crisis. We had, um, you know, um, um, issues with, you know, like the stock market, and and we also saw an increase in the amount of money people were paying for pres- uh, prescription medication, and so right. we saw well, that like mm-hmm. quadruple. But right. if there was a better plan in place with the Republicans and Democrats when this plan, when the Affordable Care Act was first put on the floor, bro. They could have came together in which we would not even be having this conversation right now if this plan really benefited, you know, everyone, I guess. Now, with um, um, Vice President Biden, you know, identifying his option, which is getting um, care, uh, which is another level of, I guess you would say, like Medicaid, you know, uh, for people who cannot afford the uh, regular level of insurance, um, like I do feel like that could be a great option, which could lead us towards Medicare for all. Because I want Medicare for all. Like I feel like healthcare is a right. Everybody should have access to healthcare um, and be able to receive healthcare as soon as you are born as well, too. So, yeah. 
why like that's what I feel like well one policy that I definitely want to see occur well you know one thing even with, uh, with just dealing with health care itself um, most Americans the ones that do oppose it don't realize that they are the ones who truly need it exactly and, <laughs> and, the <thing laughs> like is, <laughs> and, and the thing is you know when you want to cut off your nose spites your face. That's what we're dealing with in this country, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when when you have a system that uh, would basically, I mean, you know, the first thing they want to do is throw out some disinformation about, oh, well, we can't afford That's it. That's right. But yet it's still, if you look at our defensive defense contracts and look at our, our Department of Defense, if you see what type of money they truly spend compared to what we spend on Medicaid and Medicare. We can man, have free health care. Thank you. All across the uh, board. And then also, too, not to cut you off, who are these people who are really in love with their insurance? Like, I keep that, you know, this this phrase of, you know, the people who I've, you know, spoken to, they really care and love their insurance provider. I don't want to pay uh, for a copay. Like, I'm already right, paying premium. you. I'm exactly. Already paying, like, I'm already paying you monthly. Like, I don't want to go in and have to pay for my x-rays. I'm already paying you monthly. I don't want to have to go in and pay for diagnostic testing. I'm already paying you monthly. Yep. Yep. True. Right? Very much true. What? But, I mean, they're going to always find a way to... um, And and I think it's more so when they look at at other people that don't look like them. Mm -hmm. They want to look at it from the standpoint of, oh, I ain't be using my money to pay for them. When they don't really realize that Everybody paying to that system, regardless of how you feel about it. When you buy right. something at the store, when you get mm-hmm. paid on your job, you paying into that mm-hmm. system. So you That's can't right. dictate who gets what and get what. Why not make sure if you are getting it, get the best products that's available, get the best system that is available. But see, that's the thing where America, as even with the title, this is not one nation of thought. This is a nation that is divided in thought. If everybody that was not rich, not in the 1%, realized that Hey, we gotta have an advocate. We gotta have yeah, somebody that's gonna help us take care of us, and then the president ain't doing that. But at the same time, if we be our own advocate and, and demand laws, say, hey, look, this is what we want to do. We want to have the best uh, health care. We want to have the best uh, uh, home housing systems, uh, school system. That's how you make everything, you know, united. But it's not. Uh, it looks like we got a call, and I want to say this is our guy Bill. Let's bring Bill in. Bill, what's going on, brother? You live with the middleman. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? What's good, right. Bill? Hear me out. So, so, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, listen, I, I just wanted to add to it really quick. Uh, that that um, you you made a good point. Like the basic the basic skills of government, like government history, is being is being um is being like over like it, it's like it's it's not even like we don't even it's not even being taught in schools anymore. Like just to put it in that simplest form because like we forget that we all contribute to each other in this country. And I think that's what it is. Like we we've forgotten that simple that simple thing just just that alone. Like people thinking, oh well, I'm like you said, no, no, I'm not gonna pay my, my money just so they can, or, or Betty, this this example of uh, you know social security. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna ever see it. I mean, we're mm-hmm. not gonna ever see it because we're not investing into it. We're not we're not taking what needs to happen. You know, it frustrates me, and I hear this a lot with my generation. 
uh, what I'm voting for, ain't, and ain't nothing going to change. Nothing's changing because you're not continuing to do what you're supposed to do. Voting right. is not just a one-time thing. It's a continuing thing. It, it, it continue, you, you have to go back. After four years, you have to go back after two years. Like, and, and putting people in office that matters, like that, that has a voice at the table. You know, um, me and Jalen was talking about on our show, and this is, like, this is my last piece. Me and Jalen was just talking about on our show about um, like having a lot of older people. And I told you, I said, you know, Jay, I really don't have a problem with it. Because the thing about Biden is Biden, Biden he, he kind of, you know, he kind of loses his train of thought every now and then. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to point that finger at Trump. I'm pointing that finger at Trump yeah. because when he yeah. does have a good thought, like the first the first debate when he first started talking, you like, okay, Joe Joe's rolling and then Trump will interrupt him and then like he'll lose his whole train of thought. His whole train of thought. Like, I don't want people to focus on that, but like just focus on the fact that, hey, right now Biden and and I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, tell people who to vote for, but right now Biden is that person that that's looking that seems to be pushing our country in a in a direction that we mm-hmm. need to go. And that that's that's you know, with technology, uh as far as the environment, uh yep. you know, like and that's that's one thing I really wanted to say in this election because it is a little different and I know y'all said something earlier about how Trump has really kind of changed the atmosphere of the political realm. Man, you know, Biden really t- like I really did like how Biden kept touch at home. You know, he he was he he would look into the camera. I know that's a tactic. I understand that. But the fact is that he looked into the camera and those people that he he was trying to say, look, look, bump what this man is saying. Let me tell you, like this is what this is what we're here for. This is why I'm here for you. And so I think that that's important. You know, definitely just being able to understand who's there for you in that seat and who's running for you. I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I definitely agree, especially moving towards our you know our country, our country towards a better future with. Um, like when he brought up the renewable energy, um, it's it's time, okay? It's been time for us to move towards renewable energy, okay? It's mm-hmm. okay, you you people who are invested in oil and own these oil companies, all right? You all can do what? Change your oil companies to what? Renewable energy companies and do what? Rehire the same people you got working there. But- Okay. You know what well, I don't understand that. about yeah. his argument? If what can I say? I always compare it to the Iceman. Um, long time ago, that was a job where someone went around with a horse and buggy, or you know, mm-hmm. a truck with a block of ice, uh, right. and that was before people had refrigerators. And then people got refrigerators. Refrigerators became mainstream, and the ice job left. Um, I don't know what happened to a lot of those ice men. I suspect they went and worked for refrigerator companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what has to happen with fracking. Um, that's what has to happen with renewable energy. That's what mm-hmm. happen, ha- has to happen with coal. Um, people are going to not have to be afraid of evolution. Um, the car industry. Um, you see towns like, you know, Detroit and, uh, you know, coal mining towns like in West Virginia becoming ghost towns instead of embracing technology and education and moving um, to the future. We're trying to steady hold on to the past. And I and I wish that they would convey that message when they talk about renewable energy. It's like, why are you trying to hold on to the past? So. 
So that's listen, right. If I could just add this this last little bit in, uh, Trump Trump talked about how uh, how Biden was you know in office, and I know we said this one time before, but I, I gotta say it again because he continues to bring it up, and I think that you know when it comes down to pointing the finger at who didn't do anything for forty seven years, I just wanted to be known. Biden was not the only person in the Senate at that time. He was not the only politician out here fighting uh, against or uh, you know trying to uh, cut down on crime, however you want to put it. Uh, Mitch McConnell number was there. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you got people like you got people like Lindsey Graham. All those people, those people were there as well. So like when when you hear people, when you hear Trump say stuff like, oh well, uh, you know, hey Biden, you're the one to blame for this because you were in office for 47 years and do anything do do anything about it. Well, I mean, those people didn't do anything about it either. They were in office. So I mean, it's a collective effort. Why, why we are not where we're supposed to be right now. Right. Bill, can I can I ask you this? Um, I think a lot of times, like, what do you think about the the I guess approach that Democrats have? You know, I'm you know I'm I voted for Biden and Kamala. However, I think in the the example that you were just talking about, it's like the Democrats are playing go fish and the Republicans are playing, um, you know, yep. poker. Call them out. Knock your head off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get a little bit dirty. Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And that's when I first, when Trump got got into office his first four years, I said that, I I said Trump has really changed the landscape of, like, looking at, I asked you this, do you think that, like, Trump has, like, do you think that the word political correct, like, has that changed? Because, because like, what what mm. we see Trump doing, you know, at first we were telling kids, we were like, you know, that's somebody you don't want to be like this. You know, people would say, hey, I want to be like the president. How many people have you said, heard say they want to be like Trump? You get what I'm saying? But the, the person oh, a lot of them. it is because. Well, well, I'm I'm saying I'm saying as far as like you hear that you 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 hear that from the I mean, and don't get me wrong you know from other races but looking at it from the black community I'm looking from that because that's who I'm touching bases with right now. Okay, you get what I'm saying. You right. hear a lot of them talking about I want to be like I want to be like the president or you know a lot of them probably don't even know who the president is. They just know it's this crazy man in office right now that's saying a bunch of jibber jabber because they're tired of their parents talking about it. You get what I'm saying. I do I believe that the Democrats are being a little passive. They're, they're being too passive at that. Because like you said, mm-hmm. uh, Jen, they're over there paying chess. And, I mean, if the Republicans are paying chess, and then we're over here still trying to decide if we if we don't want to hurt anybody's stand, we have, we have to get those votes and everything. But at the same time, like, we can't sit by and just continue. Because in, in my eyes, I feel like the Republicans are going to try to go more. If, if Trump wins this election, which I don't hope he wins, I do believe that Biden and Harris will win. But if he does win this election, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to go for more than just four more years. He's going to try to do something because they're trying to get the Supreme Court in. They're trying to do anything to keep the power on, on the side of the Republican Party. Now, one thing I, I, one I, thing I say, yeah, one thing I'm going to say, though, you know, with, with, with the Democrats, they try to keep a little decorum about themselves because the, elect- right. the way that politics have gone within the last past four years is real mm-hmm. muddy, man, and it's going to be kind of hard to come back yeah. from that. Uh, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, regardless of how the, the Republicans are playing now, the Democrats they really need to go ahead and get them some younger people in, and and, and really yeah. start freshening up their their outtake and how they really pres- you know press their whole issue and their their actual points out because it's not really 
with us is not really resonating because I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican because at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, this this country actually has three people running for president, and we only talk right. about two. Yeah, what, what's wrong with that picture? Really, yeah. we got five we, people running for president, but we only talk about we two. we we need to we need to go ahead and move to another system, bro. Um, like, the founding fathers didn't want a two-party system. It, it you know, historically, it, the founding exactly. fathers said it was dangerous. They thought it was mm-hmm. dangerous to have a two-party system yep. because they said that we would end up exactly where we are right now right. Um, with two-party system. So that was not, you know, meant to be. And here we are today with the system. And and I want to say this. I say one thing: call a spade a spade. Democrats, along with Republicans, they have been in office for 46, 47, some longer than that, years, and they haven't jack crap. And we're talking about black people, too. People that say they represent us haven't done it, too. Call them out. Get them out. Get people. They don't necessarily have to be Democratic. I think, I hope when this election, first of all, we got to get this election out of the way and get that maniac out of office. But when that happens, we need to take a look. At, like Kevin was saying, at what we're doing and stop going to the table of the wolves and begging to eat. We need to start creating our own situations and our own parties and our and demanding having our own demands if we want to have a voice. Because we're I, fooled as African Americans in, in a lot of directions that are unfair. Mm-hmm. And the I think that time is coming. Go um, ahead and talk this <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's that 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 time is definitely coming now. I mean, like we're talking about it like so much. I hear you know several other um, you know podcasts talk about it. Even on the Andrew Yang podcast, um, he talks about it as well too. So I think that time is coming um, to where um, you know people people are tired of just having just one or the other because it's just like you know you're only having just two options for. For lunch back in high school, man, like it sucks. And so, like, you want to have, you know, um, you know, a better view, a better opportunity to be able to, you know, pick and select um, people who will, you know, do what we expect them to do. Um, like the ranked voting uh, concept. Like when I learned about that, like I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for the Man, we need vote. term limits. We need term limits. We, we need all term of our limits Congress. Also yes, thank, and age limits. I was just about to and, say and age <laughs> limits as well. Now, I think I brought oh, yeah. that up too. But Speaking yes. of age limit, I ain't trying to go left field, but somebody please tell me what's wrong with Mitch McConnell's hands. Ah, did you not think <laughs> the world of country <laughs> yeah. when you saw his hands? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the worst on Lovecraft Country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is a Lovecraft Country fan. That's my favorite show. I am. I am. I am. But listen, I, I did. I did want to say, Kev, you made a good point. I do believe. Uh, I, I would like to see on the next ballot, even you know, because we do have to come back in two more years for those people that maybe I forgot. You know, just then. Uh, we got to come back in two more years, but I would like to see uh, that uh, on on the ballot, the term limit, because and and the age limit, uh, because mm-hmm. I think in order so we can get our people in, so when we move to that next party, I think that that'd be that should be some of the first like groundbreaking work we do is go ahead yes. and get that term limit in, so we can get those people out. 
Yes, because we we have to think about the age gap of what we have right now that are running for president, right? These guys who are running for president, and we're thinking about um, the the uh, ages where people are getting impacted the most. You know, people within you know the age range of uh, you know twenty to you know fifty five, sixty are getting impacted the most with all these particular laws, right? So these people, you know, not. Not all, you know, not all politicians, right? But some of these people who are well up in age are not connected to what's really going on outside of Washington. Okay, mm-hmm. they are not, they are not understanding. They are not empathetic. You know, they feel like, yeah. like, yeah. like Dan will always say, the whole concept of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Everybody mm-hmm. is not, mm-hmm. you know, able to do that. You know, we live not in a different all. time. You know. And, and the so, most important, impactful thing happens tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't think people don't realize what happened, what's happening tomorrow um, in the sense it is very dangerous. They are electing a psycho, uh, uh, extreme, oh, yeah. religious, zenic person um, to a lifetime term. Um, on the Supreme Court being pushed by Lindsey uh, Graham and Mitch mm-hmm. McConnell and the rest of the yep. cowards uh, on the Senate who don't have the balls and the guts to say something and they're letting this happen a week before uh, the election comes and it is a gross mismanagement of our judicial system mm-hmm. our government and it is very important because if this lady gets on the uh, cert, I mean, on, a, a, for a, a judge, if she gets a Supreme Court spot, that is lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah, it's, not if, it, it's, it's not if. It's not if, It ain't she, if, she it's when. Yeah. yeah, it ain't no if she in that, Gene. That's when. They, that's already, that's already, uh, that's in motion. The next thing when we have to look at is. seeing somebody not get confirmed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, she gonna Think get about it. it. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Well, well, Obama, Obama had a couple of people that didn't get confirmed, but that's well, hey, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. how they get that's right. But yeah, right. But, uh, the thing is, uh, you know, the the Democrat, if Joe Biden get in, and uh, God forbid anything happen to him, when we do get President Harris, y'all just y'all hear it here first. When we do get President Harris, she can actually put more people on the Supreme Court. They can go up to ten people, up to ten people. So. We won't have a very. It won't be as balanced because I think it's six. What is it, six three now? It'll be. They have nine because it has to be uneven because they have to have a majority vote. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, different. right now we have six three, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so no, we got six three. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And I, and okay. all four four of them are real conservative. Ah, one is okay. Yeah, okay. and the other one is 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 which Obama brought on that Hispanic lady. I forget her name. Excuse me. Sotomayor. Sota Sotomayor, I think. Yeah, Sotomayor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only one we got because poor uh, Ruth died, but not poor yes. Ruth because Ruth. Ruth made a she made she tried to make a boss move and then she got her buff pulled uh pulled on her because when Obama asked her to retire so he could elect someone to the court she said no because she no. wanted Hillary Clinton to to be the one who uh, swears in the new judge and the one who dismisses her and she wanted to be a part of the ceremony and all kind of craziness and people knew she was old and could go any minute and her. 
selfishness cost us a seat. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's mm. how they get mm. down. Mm. Hey, you know, one thing we, we definitely want to, before we, you know, lose, get off the show, but um, as far as one of the questions that we pose and um, just talking about the ideology of the political party and why people yeah. are so divided uh, with that ideology, you know, you see some that either hard left, hard right. Have we actually seen that in the black community? And that, that's one thing I want to ask you guys. And Have y'all noticed that our people are getting so uh, mesmerized by this political game that we are either going left, far left, or far right? Yeah. 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 I think that I mean, they're selling you guys, black men, like hot commodity over mm-hmm. there at Fox News. Every other yeah. show is about how Trump is gaining ground with black men and black men are relating um, to to Trump on some kind of level. And I would think it was hogposh if I wasn't seeing it myself. I've seen in my own personal it. Facebook log. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing black men saying they're voting for Trump because they can relate to him more. Black hey, people tag, tag are Tag me in that. Tag me okay. in it. The next I'm time when the Negroes see it. They already Jesus. on the edge about the friend, the friend me, and I have to know what's going on. But, okay, so, so my thing is, are they joining for political reasons of understanding that, hmm, um, maybe he's right about, you know, these particular laws and what's going on financially, or are they joining because of some, you know, patriarch, you know, thing, or is it because they felt like, you know, if I move over to this particular realm or start voting this way or dating myself with these groups of people, like this will change my status and status could be social, economical, whatever. Like, and I, I, I think don't, you're, I don't you hit the nail it. on the coffin. Hmm. I do. I think you hit the nail on the coffin. I think that a lot, a lot of it has to be. I think a lot of black men find themselves in the same position as what a lot of middle class white men find themselves at, or middle class mm. white America, where I ain't like them niggas. You know, excuse right. my French. I ain't like them niggas. I ain't them. I got a job. I go to work every day. And traditionally, mm-hmm. black people are conservative. We, we are, you know, church, churchy <laughs> people. We believe in God. We're churchy. We have a lot of the same uh, views as um, as Republicans do, as, as a core base does. And what sways black people is when they start talking that racist mess. But a lot of black people are ignoring that, saying though those are the crazy ones of the party. But I'm playing over here because, you know, this falsehood that Trump gets with white middle America, like you're not like them. we're protecting you, we're with you economically because you're not you're not closer to your class. You're you're above, and I think that attracts a lot of the black men working class Americans and they're getting fooled by it when in essence um, none of the people that Trump is helping um, with his economic policies include middle middle America at all. It includes the 1% mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now you know, the, you know the sad part about it Jen I might even be one of those guys but I ain't voting for him because I, I mean not looking at our people as far as I'm not one of them I got a job blah 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 but, you know, like I was saying earlier to Al, it all depends on where we, where we are raised at. And be, me being raised in the South majority, 
uh, and somewhat on the southeast. Um, some of my views are somewhat, you know, conservative and first like dealing with women, dealing with church, dealing with everything in, in that aspect. But over the years, they better open their eyes up and start realizing that it's deeper than that. You know, and especially with this particular uh, party, because um, I think one of my friends said it uh, very, you know, it's powerful how he said it. He said, you know, you can look at the American Eagle and they say it's two parties, but they both are the same wings of the same bird. So these people yep. really don't care about us, even though they say one say, hey, that to me is the biggest trick in the book. Hey, I, I like you over here and I don't like you over here. So I'll pull you either way and get whatever I want out of you. However you're looking at things. But we, we better wake up. And it's all financial, bro. Like they are trying to, you know, gain more uh people to support their cause. And it's yeah, and, and all it the money. boils back down to finances, bro. Um yeah. and <sighs> I don't get it. But I know that, you know, we do have a percentage of uh, people who support, uh, you know, Trump, people who support the Republican Party, which you have a right to do whatever you want to do. Okay, but at the end of the day, I'm hoping that you are still using your moral compass. (laughs) Man, stop being a gang member. I tell you right now, stop being a gang member. If you're a Republican, you're a gang member. If you're a Democrat, you're a gang member. These are, I'm serious, man. They got old people yeah. in Florida fighting. They this do ride yeah. by. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy ride by with a Biden flag on his truck. They jumped him. They, right. Like, what? Right. A lot of these people are looking for their revolutionary moment where they can, they're looking for a moment, they're out there. But Democrats, I say the same thing. A lot of this, a lot of the the middle, which I would probably call a libertarian, um, who might be capitalist, but they don't care who's in your bedroom at the same time. So they're probably more liberal. A lot of Americans are, are libertarian and don't realize it. Mm-hmm. I, I think they lose Democrats lose a lot of these people when they go to the extreme and they do things like the political correctness. What like Bill was saying earlier, everything must be political correct. And if you color outside the lines, we cancel you. You're done. You're through for the rest yep. of your life, and we trash yep. you. Uh, what was his guy? He was a comedian, and he was from the like the, one of those weird states, like North Dakota or somewhere. What was his name? Frank. It starts with Frankie wore glasses. He was a comedian and became a senator. He took a picture on an airplane as a joke. He grabbed a girl's boob. They canceled him. He he left office and a Republican replaced him. It was a total craziness. Um, and and that's what that's what the Democrats are about. Sometimes some of them are about. And that's crazy to me. Get off of this. I'm counseling you for life culture and bearing you because you made one mistake or you made a joke. Um, it's it, everything doesn't fit right. into one little box all the time. And and I think that they create a lot of these monsters and turn that middle page off when they do things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I say this much, you know, they can counsel who they want to counsel because, you know, it, it is what it is because with, with the people, uh, when 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 people are tired of certain people, they need to let them go. And I ain't talking about like what you talking about as far as just turning them off because they made a mistake or whatever. I'm just saying like like with Trump, we need to just let that dude go, go on in the sunset, let him go and handle his business, go start your TV show, make your millions, and leave us alone. But that's how like he's going to stay relevant, man. 
that's how he's going to stay relevant. Like, yeah. I don't want him to continue to start his own TV show. I don't want him to be all on Fox News and every other news media that's just going to share his rhetoric on their page, too, so they can talk about it. Like, we just need to be done. Like, we need to move forward. We need to take a deep breath once he leaves office and move forward. Like, this is a blip in history that... Like, well, it definitely opened up a lot of eyes and it definitely, uh, you know, told us who a lot of people were, you know, underneath, which I'm happy about because I need to know who you are. But, um, like, we need to get past this, man. Mm-hmm. What about the last I think two we also right need there, to get yeah. past Fox News. Don't you guys think? Don't you think that we yes. should lobby some kind of law against Fox News Network? Man, look, we should lobby against anything that is not. Uh, providing factual information and we should yes <laughs> all of that did look but, man <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right now and I, I really you know, I, I'm, I'm just in a situation where I just happen to be around a lot of people and when I'm around a lot of people and I'm, I'm in their environment if y'all follow what I'm saying if I'm always seeing them watching Fox News every time I'm around them that's mm-hmm. scary that means mm-hmm. you get indoctrinated 24-7. You That's don't it. turn the TV. You don't That's do nothing. It. You just watch Fox News all the time. And it's like, that's that's reality for these people. And let, let's try to get these last two questions in and let's go ahead and wrap it up, man. So, um, people and others feel safe in America that Trump has created if he wins or loses. So, um, I feel like... Um, we are uh, becoming more safer because um, as we saw over the last past, uh, few months and over the summer that there is an increase in the African-American community with arming themselves and becoming properly trained. So, yes. Now, as far as with the standpoint of how these people could possibly be out here and, you know, jump crazy. No. Um, you know, as we have seen over the past few weeks, some of the most craziest stories we've ever seen in our lifetime since we've been here. Uh, people who are trying to kill government officials, you know, uh, uh, complete tribunals, all of that planned attacks. You know, those are things in which I learned about when I was in elementary school that happened before my time, right? But now, you know, I'm actually seeing this as an adult, um, live TV, right? Um, like it 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 can get crazier. Yes, yes, man. Listen, that's my opinion. And I, I, listen, if he wins, we screw. If he loses, we screw. Because number yep. one, if he wins, he's going to embolden the people that voted for him to keep acting as crazy as he acted. Mm-hmm. If he loses, they already said they finna act a monkey. They finna right. act stupid. They finna, whoa, it's about to be a civil war. It's fake. It's fa- the board. I can't stand that people, you, whatever the president said, they want to put in the lexicon. False news. That is the most stupidest saying I ever heard in my life. But at the fake same news. time, this is what yeah. these people believe in. Mm-hmm. Whatever they call it. Al. But this is what they believe in. Well, Hitler the end, did the same thing. Thank sure you. Did. Thank sure you. Did. And at the same time, I think, you know, uh, we are advocates of the Second Amendment. Get your pistols, get your aim on, get your shoot on. You better learn how to shoot. Get your stuff together, because these folks going to act stupid because they king and they fearer might lose. 
I'll leave it at that. What are your thoughts? I, I think that <clears throat> you're right. I think it's lose or lose, don't you think? Either way. Um, it's it's never the rich person that's on top. Even in the past, you know, the, the rich guy in the town, he, he wasn't the one who got his hands dirty. He let the, you know, the lower class people go after the blacks, the clans, you know, but they would never be the clan. And, and Trump is, is right there with that. He's never going to go along with it like it's him, but, you know, he'll nod his head and say, okay, and, and blow his dog whistles uh, for, you know, to rise these people up. Um, but this is our country. You know, we're here now. This is our country, too. Um, you know, our our forefathers, our ancestors, they worked for it. They're, they played with their blood, sweat, and tears and bodies. Uh, it's ours. It's ours just as much as it is the next person. And so, you know, we have to reclaim it back and stand up when we see these instances for for injustice. And I, and I will say this. Not all, the, not all white people like that, though. You know, right, right. Not, you know, not all of them are, are like that, and, and a lot of them are, are tired too. I think they are. black mm-hmm. people has have STD. I think that everybody does. I think everybody is exhausted yeah. from the four-year ride that we have been on, and just seeing the injustice and the disrespect mm-hmm. and the blatant, just you know, dumping like the lack of regard on this office. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. For for four years, and I <laughs> I, I think that that's I hope and pray that that's going to be reflected on election day. What I what I say is, you know, he's not going to leave office early. I mean, uh, easily. He's not. I Mm-mm. think they're going to have to call and drag him out, drag him out of them. Um, that two day out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's probably going to try for a recall. He's probably going to say that uh, there was some voter fraud uh, uh, committed. The mail-in voting was wrong. The numbers need to be recounted in Florida again. Like he, he's going to go all the way. Well, and no, I you hope, know, and I hope the Biden Supreme goes Court. All the way. Supreme Court is going to be no, the reason I that Supreme Biden Court going to be that. Go to the Supreme Court. Go straight by the like say how they do. It's procedures to go to the Supreme Court. Go by the law right now. If he don't leave a day, get him, Melania, and all they stuff, that little boy, and drag them out of there. Drag no, them no, out. No. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't talking about throw it out there on the front of the street like they do all yeah, the poor people in America. He evicts them. <laughs> throw them out there on the lawn. Evicts them. Stop playing. The Democrats stop playing nice. They not playing nice. If it was the other way around, Trump would have the guards, everything. He would make a big old everything, scene and have every camera there in in America to film it and laugh right. and sit there and make a speech about it. Stop playing nice. If if he right. loses, they take me to court then. But in the meantime, get your butt, get your mm, get your mm, and get out. Scram. <laughs> That's what's up, Andrew, man. Great Andrew, show, man. And get out. That's what they they need That's to do. That's right. And on that That's note, right. on that note, Jen sold up everything. <laughs> man, we look. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show today. We definitely had a great show um, on this particular topic. One nation. Under America, like, are we really headed towards one nation, or what are we going towards next? Uh, we discussed some of the policies in which we would like to see. You know, some of these, um, whoever our presidential candidate uh, put in place. 
Uh, we also, you know, discussed about the last presidential debate that happened this past Thursday. We definitely want to hear more of your thoughts. You can definitely comment on our Facebook page, The Middleman Talk Show. Um, and we also discussed the ideology uh, between, you know, the differences of uh, far and left with our white counterparts and and the black community because we are seeing that in our community as well. So we definitely um, in, enjoy this particular conversation today. Thank you to our um our friend Bill from Hear Me Out for calling in with his uh, conversation and comments towards the topic. Um, shout outs to um, shout outs to um, all our you know family and friends who took the time to get out there in those lines for early voting. Thank you guys for really waiting in that line. I know, you know, some of you guys could have, you know, utilized that time for something else. I know it was frustrating out there as well too, to be in those lines, but like, I can't say it enough. I know we talked about that at the beginning of the show, but I really just wanted to thank those people uh, for waiting in those lines as well. Uh, because my time is coming. Uh, my state, unfortunately does not have early voting. So I will be waiting in line to place my, to cast my, uh, my ballot within the next 10 days as well too. So, um, man, great show, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and can I say this? Pay it forward, people. You know, a lot of times, you know, you're in the line at Starbucks and you pay for the person behind you, or you're mm-hmm. in the line for, you know, restaurant, you know, and you pay for the person behind you. Pay it forward with, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna say because of COVID, giving people rides anymore if you're not comfortable with that. But get them a Uber, get them a Lyft, get them a cab, get them there. Uh, help somebody to get to the polls that day. Put it out there. Hey, I'm gonna help one person a week, or if you can afford it, one person a day. It doesn't even cost that much. Help, help, help. Say so if you need a ride, give me a call. I get you a Lyft or Uber there and back home again, and let's let's get this done. That's right. Yep. And if you see any elderly people out there and you are capable of going to buy some water, uh, some snacks or whatever like that, really mostly people will accept that water over the snacks sometimes. But, you know, don't don't mind don't mind handing out some bottled water. You can get a case of water at, at Walmart for like two bucks. So, you know, make them cool. Take them out there with you. Pass them out to the people around you. Just, you know, keep everybody invigorated and motivated to stay out there in the line so everything's said and done. Oh yeah, also shout outs to uh you know, we definitely want to give a shout out to a black podcast. Uh shout outs to Black Dogs Podcast. Uh basically uh the black perspective on the Mississippi State Bulldogs um sports or well right now we're discussing um where they have been discussing about, you know, of course Mississippi State football team, which we're not doing too well. But uh shout outs to them podcast it definitely has been entertaining and hilarious um given a perspective of the black perspective on our mississippi state football team hey can i can i help you out with that right there yeah just go ahead and give us a sound because you know i agree with the loser sound nobody nobody cares about the bulldogs man man. great show man can i have the busy jet setting around America that we haven't done the review of one of the most important shows for black 
culture in the last decade, and we need to talk about it. And you know, I've been jet setting around the world. Yeah. You know, get it, well, <laughs> look, man, I'm back. Man, I'm back home. I'm ready. Okay, I'm back home and I'm ready, man. We will do that. Definitely tune into the the Patreon, the Patreon for slash the Middleman Talk Show. Definitely check us out. Um, share the show. Share our Patreon with your friends as well. We definitely appreciate any support. We will have new videos coming soon. <laughs> Make sure you post a post a link up in the uh, Facebook page. And, hey, appreciate all the new members and uh, hey, tell a friend to tell a friend about this show, man. We got a lot of listens and we got a lot of listeners. We want to hit that one thousand mark. Make sure you stay tuning in to us. If you have any show ideas, hit us up at we are the middlemen at gmail dot com, and we'll be glad to entertain your thoughts. And if it, as long as it ain't nothing crazy, you know, we ain't gonna talk about puppies all day, no. Uh, All right, man. Here we go. See y'all this week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.